Sleepy Joe Savage may be pulling strings in the background, but it's been a fucker of a frustrating and boring summer so far. My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Paddy, Hammy and Simon. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. So much going on. So far this summer. Um, first of all, how are you all finding it, pretending that Frankie McAvoy is the Hearts manager? I think he'll be a great manager. <laughs> he'll, he'll definitely be a manager. Like, do you really think we're pulling the wheel <laughs> over UEFA's eyes? Uh, every week it seems more and more fucking tempo-y. <laughs> yeah, really I, I just think we're lucky that I just don't think UEFA will give a fuck. And just to be like... <laughs> Especially after we, we get pumped off some Maltese team. <laughs> yeah. And then it was worth nothing. <laughs> the whole thing is totally Tim Pot. So, ultimately, yeah, when do they expect Stephen Naismith to sort of like have his coming out party to like jump out the closet and just reveal himself to everyone who he truly is? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the conference league draw for us next week. I'd imagine once we get beat twice off that team, <laughs> it'll then be. Next. So is it is it only the the European football that he can't be our manager in, or what about the league? Can he be our manager in the league? See, I've heard conflicting reports. Oh, it's almost as if no one has a fucking clue in the heart. <laughs> need to come out and explain this to everyone. Hey, Frankie McAvoy is the manager. Um. I did. I did read that it, because he hasn't started the course, he can also be like manager for SPFL games as well. Right. So he's not even started the course. No. Uh, what I, the fuck's he been doing? I, he can't. He can't start. You know, get something like eight hundred hours experience. He needs to build up to pass this. Uh, he needs to like. He needs to have a, essentially a year in a job to first to then even just start the course. I believe. So it's it's not going to be anytime soon. It might probably won't be the season that he'll start the course. I think there was Absolutely some chat of fucking like, embarrassing. Scotland's intake is already done for this year, so he's not. <laughs> he's, he's not even in that class. So they know no, no. fucking apply. Guess who is though? Crystal Berra. Oh fuck off! He's on the pro license course, so he could actually be arts manager. Don't uh, say that. <laughs> <laughs> No, but he's yeah, so he's not he's not going to be in Scotland's course. But there was chat of like going to Europe and doing some other course, joining their influx. But again, you're going through all this for a guy who's managed. So we we might see for the first time potentially a manager get sacked for the first time before he's technically manager. Hi, <laughs> like what if hearts are shite? Can Naismith just be like, well, I'm leaving the manager, so. Frankie's fault Frankie's fault then UFO will really believe us when we sack Frankie McAvoy I hate it I hate it all should have just I mean I I liked Stephen A. Smith's football at the end of last season but is all of this worth it? we're clueless 
that's it to me. Like, I, I, I'm nothing against Stephen Naismith being manager. I, I, like I said, I, I enjoyed the football, but come on now. The, like, you, you, again, I said it in the last podcast, but I want to repeat it. You're telling me there was nobody else in world football who was better than Stephen Naismith. He was the best choice. I think we a guy who isn't qualified for the job <laughs> has no experience of doing the job. Mm-hmm. Well, well, talking of jobs for boys and what's happening here, like so, Frankie McAvoy, because he's technically our manager now, and we've had to also backfill, backfill, sorry, his position to continue this charade. So we're now we've had to hire Liam Fox. He was the outstanding candidate, as he was previously called when he took over Dundee United. I wonder where they found so him. <laughs> so he's come in and he's taken over the B team now. And it looks like Andy Webster is going to be coming to Hearts as well in another jobs for boys move. And he'll be taking over effectively what Frankie McAvoy's job was. We've done what this before that? when we just filled positions with guys who were already at the club and it never fucking worked. We got relegated. <laughs> Sorry, that's Andy Webster, Liam Fox. I mean, who who the fuck wanted to see Liam Fox back at Hearts in any capacity? Can I ask what was Frankie McAvoy's previous job at Hearts? Because other than coming out of the blue, there was something something head of academy. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, usually if you're about to come, you tap on the wall a couple of times. <laughs> 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 so it's effectively what Andy Webster's been doing at St Mirren for a couple of years and he's been um, he's got a good reputation and all of that so he's coming back which is fair it just seems like it's all just all to facilitate this fake management of Stephen Naismith but it's just bizarre are we looking at this the wrong way? It's actually Stephen Naismith fucking quality and it's just worth taking all these fucking risks and moving all these bits and pieces about because he's actually the best manager at Hearts. It must be. Guy. I mean, that, the, the football that, was really good. The <laughs> recruitment drive that they did, you'd expect him to be the best manager on the planet. Hmm, I know. Better than Sofentes and... Who else was linked to us? Dwight John Kennedy. <laughs> Neil McFarlane, who is all on the UEFA Pro Licence course this year, by the way, so he would have been fine. Also, hedge your bets, next Hearts manager, Liam Fox. He is a Pro Licence holder. So... Yep. Guaranteed the conveyor belt continues. <laughs> Andy Webster is his technical director. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Uh, there was rumours that Stephen Naismith could be leaving Hearts. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> um, he was linked to be Sean Dyche's assistant manager at Everton. But genuinely, after the whole thing, that would have just been hilarious. He just went, I uh, came up. I'm it. Um, right, moving on to, to other news. Uh, and we will. We're going to speak about all the transfers after just battering through this news stuff here. Um, all the transfers. Yes, the lists of... Uh, Tumbleweed just rolling through. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we went on a, a pre-season summer camp to the, the scorching heat of southern Spain. We signed the new one and went and got beat off Plymouth Argyle. But at least we managed to get to 90 minutes in a match in Spain. It's not something <laughs> yeah. we've been able to achieve recently. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was the camp. There was no stories at all from there. 
uh, we came back we went from from um like Porta Banus to Recife and we played Dunfermline across the water and uh, we drew one all and um I think with friendlies it's very easy to to cover up and just yeah we're playing kids in that but we drew one we drew one one all with Dunfermline which is pretty shit uh, <laughs> Sandyland youngster on the score sheet for Hearts and I like was it no Wraith? Oh, it was, sorry, yeah. It was young Wraith that scored. I've, I've really not been following Hearts too closely. <laughs> You're only going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> we did, however, uh, win one game this summer. We beat Scott Brown's Fleetwood 2-0 with both goals coming from George Grant, which is funny. I mean, nobody was there to actually witness this. It was a behind the closed-door <laughs> game, so it could have been any score. Aye, it's very true. Uh, quick one on George Grant. He seems to be featuring quite heavily. Doesn't mean anything. Finley Paul. It's not like we've got anybody else to play. <laughs> I know. Um, it looks like George Grant's moved up the depth chart anyway. You expect to see a bit more of him potentially under Naismith. Uh, sorry, McAvoy. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, who fucking knows, eh? I know. I don't, I, doubt, I don't think so. I think anyone that gets loads of game time and friendlies is destined to not play this season, really. Because <laughs> you've never liked him, Hammy. <laughs> um, we got beat 3-0 off the smallest club in England. Just the other day there. Wigan, 3-0. And of course, Humphreys scored against. Luton Town. I thought we might have got beat 3-0 off Luton Town. <laughs> Just as bad as Luton. Wigan, athletic. Somehow still in business and somehow beating Hearts 3-0. <laughs> um, I don't know. I know we're, we're playing Leeds in at Leeds at Tynecastle like in a week. Have we got another friendly in between? I don't even know. You know, we've got an open training session at Tynecastle because we couldn't get a friendly organised. Well, allegedly, good, allegedly there was a there was like a month planner thing that was put on Facebook, I think, and kicked back, and it was just penciled in it was match week, and then all of a sudden it's an open training session. So people mm. put two and two together. But yeah, uh, ticketed event at Tynecastle if um, you are at a loose end on Saturday. Are they actually charging <laughs> I know. Are they actually charging money to get in? No, no, no. It's free, but you have to buy a ticket. Oh, okay, right. fair. Well, Next sorry, time. you don't have to buy a ticket. You have to get a ticket. It's free. It is free. It's free. You just have to exchange money for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So there's quite a lot of effort that has to go into that. I'm all right, thanks. Hmm. Paddy, you don't make the effort when Hearts are actually playing a game. <laughs> Paddy, you actually got offered free tickets. <laughs> I, I'm going to the first game of the season. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because I'm going on holiday. I'm protesting. Okay. Very protesting. While on holiday. <laughs> Um, right, and I and we're playing Leeds. That'd be a good laugh. Um, Nathaniel Atkinson played against Argentina and got skinned alive by Messi. Uh, genuinely, like four times in four touches. Guy Rolls as well. Guy Rolls was in there as well. Uh, that that was good fun. Um, but in, maybe, there's no shame. Nah, nah. If you can get away with it for anyone. Eh? In more positive news. Uh, Scotland, we beat Georgia and Norway and we're very much going to Germany on our jollies next summer. 
So at least there's something to look forward to after we get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> right, the Scotland talks will be start getting worn about January, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all good stuff. Our uh, soul tire shagging friend Cameron couldn't make the podcast this evening because he says he doesn't do summer hearts. It's nice. So, um, otherwise, he normally talks about Scotland to the most. Um, another international news: the Hearts ladies team, uh, Yara Grant, is the first Hearts lady to who's going to be going and playing at a World Cup, and she'll be representing Ireland, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and the ladies team have made like six signings this summer. Very jealous. Yeah. They're really putting in an effort to make sure that that they become like a good staple, a good top club in Scotland. So fair play to them. Getting their players in early, you know, gelling with the rest the team playing in friendlies it's just how a football club should be run really a bit of a waste of time really I, <laughs> I heard from a great man that any player that plays in a friendly is probably not going to be seen during this season <laughs> fair, point, fair point you're on a t-shirt one day <laughs> uh, new kits uh, the new home kit I thought it was a bit underwhelming personally what you make of it uh, I like it Um it's fine. The the cobbles are a good idea. I don't know how well executed it's been. Hmm. Um but I the the supposed third kit and the away kit are pretty smart. Aye. Well the the away kit has a, a certain chunk of fan base on strings, it's safe to say. <laughs> the the sexy pink number. Um bought it for my daughter, must say. I wouldn't buy it myself. I'm too gammon for that. Um, just look like you're completely naked <laughs> what do you make of it I, think, I like it Aye. I think it would have been better with sort of black shorts or something but I don't think that's fine I mean I don't tend to, to buy hearts tops anyway so yeah well, what's wrong with it just being full pink Hammy are you homophobic <laughs> I just think it looks a bit weird. I think it contrasts better with uh, black shorts. Aye. No, you but I mean, again, I just don't really care enough, I think, at the end of the day. Another year old today. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's, these things aren't aimed at me anymore. I'm an old Aye. bastard now. <laughs> Correct. Indeed, genuinely, but I was, when I went to the club shop at the weekend, they were getting my daughter the, the top. Uh, there was men wearing the pink heart stop all over Gorgie. Like, I must have saw circa 15 people wearing it. I think it's, these tops always seem to do well. Like the Rosebury one like sold out, did it not? Mm. So yeah, anything yeah. a bit different tends to capture people's imaginations a bit better than they go and chuck money out. To be That's fair, cool. I think most of the tops that the, in the heart shop sell out, they just never have any sizes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Box of 50, that'll do. No, any, order, <laughs> any others than now? No, that's not even... How much are storage facilities? No, no, no. <laughs> that Those 15 guys are the only 15 guys able to buy the tops because that's <laughs> all that they ordered in. Right, exactly. Fucking hearts. Um, <laughs> Connor Smith signed a new contract. We're going to need him. <laughs> Watch this, you'll be loaned out to like Aloha or something like that. Oh, probably. He was at Hamilton and done well last season. And he's always put in a good shift when he's uh, had the opportunity was before. See see where he's at, see what happens. Um, Celtic and Rangers have had their allocations cut for next season. Way. 
experience. Um, how do you enjoy the uh, the old firm ridge off the back of that one? Oh, it was hilarious. It's to be honest, it's been the only good news coming out of Hearts this summer. So, hey, pretty much. <laughs> You've got to enjoy it while it lasts. I did wonder when they announced that if it was a PR move because of the lack of signings. <laughs> and cut the whole fucking allocation. They give us fuck all. No, no. We didn't. They have this excuse for other teams that they they make them money and all that shit. We we do not need their money. So get the fuck. Hmm. Um. So yeah, it's the conference league draw next week. So the next time we record, we'll know who we're playing. Yeah. And some of the some of the names. I wouldn't like to attempt to say, but I'll tell you some of the bigger, more uh, household names, if you like. We've got your the likes of um, Basil, which would be a very famous previous fixture for us. That'd be that'd be nice. Got um, Besiktas in Turkey, another Turkish team to absolutely destroy us. We've got Boda, Boda Glimp with the manager that everyone wants. Uh, FC Cluj, Club Bruges. Uh, we've got CSK Sofia. There's a team here in Stockholm called the Dejur Gardens. Never heard of them before. They'll pump us. They'll fucking batter us. Right. You've got um, Dynamo Kiev, Fenerbahce, Ghent, Poznan, Warsaw, Maccabee, Tel Aviv, Micheland, um, Pakov, uh, Athens, Partizan Belgrade, Rapid Vienne, uh, Rosenberg, FC20, you know, some big, big sides in there. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> FC20? No, 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 no. They're getting beat off Marty Cifuentes, Hammerby. We're going to play Hammerby in the next round. Oh. And they're going to also beat us. <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately, there's a high chance we'll we'll play one of these teams if we get through both qualify- if we get through this qualifying to the next one, because we aren't seeded and they all are. Yeah. So we're probably going to not make Europe. <laughs> Let's just be real. You said it, Simon. I mean, see if we'd made some signings. <laughs> see if there's anything to be optimistic about. Listen, I've been told by a wise man that this squad is capable of getting third this season without any signings. Yeah? Well, where did we finish last season? <laughs> <laughs> and we've got worse. Not third. Hmm. I don't know, um... Jarvis, did you mention any of the playoff round teams as well? Just in the off chance that we, we were to win. No, I didn't want to just be reading out teams in Europe for too long, Hammy. Well, <laughs> just one of them, one of them, Juventus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Just putting it out there. Would be good. Would be, <laughs> be a good laugh. Hey. Um, right, well, let, well, let's go and speak about the squad news, but just final thing. We never got that shoot interview from Robert Snodgrass, which was a great shame. <laughs> One you'll, be on, you'll be on James English soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> Telling everyone how he's not a bad guy. Right. Right. On to our, our squad and the, the transfer news, both in <clears throat> and the outs. So, first of all, the biggest news, Josh Ginelli joined Swansea in the south of Wales to be closer to his family in the Midlands. <laughs> to right. be fair, it's 100 miles closer, but it's still a fucking trick. That's fine, right? 
But this is now Hart's big issue. We never make money for players, apart from maybe potentially one you're going to bring up in a couple of minutes. But we genuinely never seem to make money off our good players. We always lose them for free. Yeah, absolutely. But somehow, Simon, we do tend to make money from the bad players because we've somehow, <laughs> just when you think Joe Savage is all anti-work and get your fucking finger out, then you remember sometimes these wee magic deals where somehow he's managed to sell Keel for six hundred and fifty thousand pounds. I, I didn't believe yeah. that one, but I, I, uh, yeah, I'm very skeptical. I, I'd imagine it's a hundred grand. This bullshit that we made a profit on Keel is bullshit. <laughs> I believe none of these fucking lies about six hundred and fifty grand. <laughs> if, they, if that team has signed them for six hundred and fifty grand, they have never watched them play football before. So, Paddy, just to be clear, you don't believe that we have sold Keel for any sort of money? No. We have made a loss on Keel, definitely. I don't even care if the club comes out and like shows me pictures of the fucking contract. We have not made any money on Keel. I do feel like, because unless it was written into the deal, ultimately the German team can't say anything about it. If we had made over half a million pounds, we would be letting people know. Hmm. Whatever, whatever's happened, he's gone, and that's for the best. <laughs> so you might look at some fucking analysis sheet, and I might have a good percentage of winning tackles, but hey, listen, he was a big fucking hubby. <laughs> I, I I was still willing to give him more of a chance, but he did a lot of just like running about, which is good sometimes. But when it feels like you're watching like someone in P4 just run after the ball <laughs> rather than playing football. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck him. He's gone. Um, we we did a, we have actually signed the player. We've signed some keeper who's thirty nine years old and he's played eleven games since two thousand sixteen. But it's a really sensible signing because fuck them kids. <laughs> what's, his, what's his name again? McGovern. Mc, oh, Michael McGovern. Michael McGovern. There you go. He better be as fucking funny and as hard as cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Raging that he's gone. Club legend. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's in because um Craig Gordon, I think there's the Craig Gordon's like he was expecting to be back and training properly with everyone for preseason, but he's not he's not doing actual goalie training, just gym work still, as I understand it. So that pushes back his expected time to be playing first-team football again to, like, the end of October, I believe. Well, just give him more steroids. <laughs> and Xander Clark is made of mashed potato. Who yeah. <laughs> is, for the second time, injured himself kicking a ball. Hmm. <laughs> what are you in that when you play football? Yeah. <laughs> is he actually on crutches? I heard that as a rumour as well. Nah, he's he got won't... no legs. <laughs> he was added on family game Paddy he was on crutches as a precaution that everyone says hi he's on crutches but don't worry it's just a precaution well, you, know, you go on crutches if you really badly hurt yourself uh, it's lucky hearts aren't, hearts aren't a club that lie about their injuries with players exactly. Benny played really well last season after that slip Correct, in the you've really filled me with confidence about Clark's situation and the emergency signing of a random fucking goalie who was probably living on fucking Hutchison Avenue and just wait for him. <laughs> Oh, fuck, he lives close. Get him down. 
exactly. <laughs> the milkman. Right, he's in the door. Welcome, welcome to Hearts. <laughs> welcome to Hearts. Uh, he was just a delivery guy, and they were like, "You're pretty big." And he was like, "Ah, oh, you start to play." And they're like, "Come on, come on." his <laughs> wiki. Oh, you were at Hamilton. <laughs> um, it's actually another jobs for boys because he's was at Norwich, so he's got a connection with Frankie Mac- McAvoy and Stephen Naismith. So again, I'm telling you, there's more jobs for boys here than there is in a fucking Freemasons lodge. <laughs> as it stands. They're the same picture. <laughs> the same thing. Show me the difference between these two pictures. Um, we are surely this time, but about to sign a new Australian centre defensive midfielder. First of all, like they keep coming from nowhere. You never hear of these people. Then suddenly everyone in Australia is like fucking quality. <laughs> Sign in. Sign in an absolute gem. And that's like I swear down, you he this guy did not exist yesterday. Aye. They just pure gen in. Um it was when Kai Rolls was linked and it was like he's the best centre back in Australia. Well, <laughs> I hope not. Because... <laughs> <laughs> But hopefully it can be decent. There was some tweets going about for some guy who I bet nay cunt can or could verify <laughs> who he was, but he claimed to be some Australian analyst mm-hmm. A guy. Analyzer, sorry. Um <coughs> so and he said he was really good, so now we're gonna win the league. Aye. Aye. Several thousand likes later. <laughs> the boy is on his way, we think. Um so that that's all fair and good and well. Why the fuck are we signing another defensive central midfielder? Because we've just sold Keo for one point five million. <laughs> but we've now got Benny. <laughs> I don't know. Have we? <laughs> well, this no, is we it. Does this show you the concerns over Benny? <laughs> I nah, I think we're we're light there with him. Think so. You look at a depth chart, Keo out, Benny back in. We're just adding yet another defensive central midfielder on into this chart now. I mean, I'm not even sure that he's a holding mid. Apparently he's a bit box to box, but so is George Grant. And again, that just didn't fit in our system last season. So I think he's more of a manager though. Yeah. I think he's more of an eight. Yeah. Based on the two tweets that I've fucking read. <laughs> so was uh, Adam McInef as well. Oh, sweet prince. Yeah, he plays in Australia. We might sign him back. We love signing players from Australia. Was he not another player we supposedly made a profit on, eh? I've been fucking Jake Mulraney. That's true, by the way. McInef was like another 300 grand player. Well, yeah. what have we learned? Let's never spend any money on any players. And so the club are not fucking buying another player. <laughs> um, a player we potentially had the opportunity to sign, and he might have been worth breaking the wage structure to at the end of his loan spell with us. Ellis Sims has been sold from Everton to Coventry for £8 million. Pounds. But like I say... There's still jambles that wouldn't have wanted to see him come back on a permanent <laughs> to be the highest earner at the club. I mean, we wouldn't have been able to afford them. I hate to break this to everybody, but we can't afford eight million for a player. We can't even afford 
250 grand for a player. In fact, our hearts going bust. Shut up. <laughs> well, see, see now, right? I feel like the dynamic's starting to change a bit in Scottish football here. Celtic and Rangers, forget it. But Hibs and Aberdeen, it might look a bit funny that they're paying Dylan Levitt eight grand a week, for example. But Aberdeen are doing the same. And I feel like we are, we need to move by the times here. Not to say that we, Dylan Levitt should have came to hearts and he would have deserved that money here. And Ella Sims is just a, an example. But if you could have got Ella Sims to hearts at the end of that loan spell for nine grand a week, you're telling me you wouldn't have signed Ella Sims, a, a goal scoring centre forward that was always going to get a big move. You don't break your, your wage structure for a player like that. He fits the bill. Young, English, sellable. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it was ever an option for him to actually come. No, I mean, it probably wasn't, but it's just more of an example that, you know, Aberdeen and, and Hibs are investing a lot of money, taking gam- yeah. they're taking big gambles, and we're not gambling at all. They're playing roulette. We're not even in the casino. <laughs> and th- there's clubs that obviously have a lot more, well, a lot less money, but a lot more debt that they can play with. So they can take on huge gambles and they can spend money, but there's a direct correlation in football, especially modern football, whereas if you spend more money, you have more success. Yeah. It's as simple as that. That's the sport, I know. So it's very frustrating. And as a fan, I mean, what's the fucking enjoyment here? You know, you want to see, bring back fucking John Murray and Craig Levine, like give us something, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Just want us to sign a centre-back that can heed the fucking ball. And like four fucking random players who don't play in the same position, uh, same right. system, and yeah. have never been heard of. And one of them's actually just a non league player who Craig Levine fancy uh, likes. <laughs> <laughs> I want a winger from Eastern Europe you've never heard of. Yeah. That looks good on YouTube, but he's yeah. been injured for a year. Like, uh, I want someone. Or a Norwegian winger who comes to the club and is actually a holding mid. <laughs> yes that's where we're at with that that was Ella Sims um, Ewan Henderson oh my my goodness sadly and officially left the club he's joined Hamilton and I wish him nothing but the best I remember I got slated on Twitter for saying that Craig White and Ewan Henderson weren't good enough for hearts <laughs> I think it was after a game that Craig White scored two in and I was like aye but they aren't good enough <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt so smug in my life. Jim, hopefully, I mean, if he kicks on at Hamilton, if they have a good season, they just got relegated, eh? League One. Aye, we could re-sign him again in the Championship next season. Maybe. I like it. Um, Lauren Shankland was wanted by some Swiss outfit for six figures, as was FC Tractor in Iran. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be honest, I'd be waiting for that Saudi Arabian money for Lauren Shankland. Aye. Aye. 50 mil, nine less. How the Scottish transfer market if we ended up selling a player for that? <laughs> 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 I don't know. Uh, we were strongly linked with uh, Riku Handa. He, he was the right back. Um, we've missed out. I don't think he's actually signed for anyone else, as far as I could tell. Um, but he's not coming to Harris because no one is. 
<laughs> so we didn't miss out on him. He didn't want to come. Oh, fuck knows. Joe Savage probably offered him 800 quid a week. Aye. <laughs> and then, who's the manager? This is Stephen Naismith. Is he the manager? <laughs> Wink. Nah. Wink. <laughs> but I can just picture the translator turning around to hand and also winking. <laughs> um, Sammy Silvera looked like a, a ready-made replacement for Josh Janelli. However, we missed out with that one as he decided to join Middlesbrough. Apparently, he grew up with pictures of Phil Stamp on his wall uh, back in Brisbane. I was uh, just trying to pick which <laughs> which uh, colour already yeah. wanted to play in. Exactly. <laughs> Tossed a coin and signed for the the, the middle, Middlesbrough guys. Don't know what their nickname is. Clearly, so that was that. Could have been. Could have been good. But again, maybe if it was just an extra grand a week there, Savage probably could have just got somebody signed. Eh? <clears throat> Promising winger. Uh, what was his name? Okunki was strongly linked with the club. Is that the guy that signed for Nuremberg? Yeah, he scored yeah. against Arsenal. Scored against Arsenal again. Could have could have been a harsh if he was if he was a bit stupider. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy Irvin's doing bits and getting attention. Uh, he's potentially getting a decent move with the likes of Toulouse and others looking at him. And again, it's a shame that Joel Savage, um, partially Robbie Nielsen, didn't think he was worth more than £800 a week back then yeah. in the Championship. Can't break our transfer, our wage budget, sorry. Go <laughs> <laughs> for a silky central midfielder. Um, Hammy, Hearts and Hibs were strongly linked with striker must have a peeve. <laughs> I can't even see. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, uh, Mustafa Peeves, who was linked with us, but he's uh, he was battling alcoholism, etc., etc., so he didn't want to come to Scotland just in case, apparently. Uh, so I read in the great way. Listen, he, he should stop battling. If there's one thing we do well, it's get fucking reeking, so... <laughs> Very wise, man. Should move to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Of, um, of all the places where alcohol isn't consumed, <laughs> you fucking thought of Utah. We're literally just talking about Saudi Arabia. Well, that's a good show as well. You just walk in a hotel there, but like it's right, fair enough. Right, Utah, right, different, different. I've got a name here I can't even remember, but it was in the papers and that Adolfo uh, Geish, is it? Couldn't he tell you what country he's from, what position he plays in? Nothing. Oh, the Argentinian. Was he? Yeah, he was Argentinian because <laughs> he had the, the name. I thought it was a bit of German, that name Adolfo, and he was oh, from Argentina. Yes, yes. And, uh... <laughs> I did have, yeah, yeah. I wonder where his forefathers were from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Big Adolfo. <laughs> sure, what's your great grandpa being up to? Lamages, Portuguese, Spanish, German. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dylan Levitt, I did call it on the Spooth. season end podcast that would be linked with him and Jamie McGrath. Um, there you go, Hibs, eight grand a week. Good luck with that. Uh, where was he? What team got relegated last season? Indeed. Again, <laughs> eight grand a week. On you go, Hibs. They are matching us in how many times you will get relegated. <laughs> mm. um, Jamie McGrath continues to be linked to the club. 
again, Joel Savage just won't commit. Um, but you've got to wonder if this Australian boy is coming to us. Maybe we won't. I can't see a sign in two central midfielders, surely, considering we need everything but central midfielders. And yeah, I think like, we also need centre mids. Yeah. If we're improving in what we've got, then fine. But yeah, I don't know. I'm still not exactly blown away by the folk we've been listening. Like Jimmy McGrath and that. It's like, it's much mm-hmm. more the same to me. Yeah. But I think the thing is with McGrath, he can play left off the striker, like effectively take Barry McKay's position there. It's not, he's not got bags of pace. But he'll have bags of shopping at Harps. <laughs> 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 this was but I probably go and sign for Aberdeen or fucking Exeter or something for six grand a week wait Aberdeen or where? Exeter <laughs> that's definitely not what you said there the first time round but it's the first podcast back <laughs> you can listen back I'm accepting no liability here summer <laughs> hearts season's all started yet and that's us. that's us. We've managed to batter through all the news and all the transfer news and all the lack off there. But Hammy, let's go over to you for Jambles kickback and give us a, a flavour of what those good people have been up to this summer. Talk away and don't talk a lot of shame. Well, Jarvie, I feel like we've been on a bit of a, you know, disappointing summer, so... Let's continue that trend. Someone um, talking about the pre-season friendlies. There's a good thread on there. Uh, one just says, 1-0 to Plymouth. We need a new keeper, me thinks. That's one goal we've conceded, and uh, all of a sudden <laughs> we now need a new keeper. Um, well, he says... Good <laughs> point, actually. Um, somebody says, people seem to forget that the object of pre-season friendlies is to get the team match fit, not to give the fans a couple of days on the piss in some random shithole in England. Somebody replied, whether the club like it or not, some of us enjoy a couple of days on the piss, even if it is in a random shithole. It also creates a sense of community in the fans. I couldn't agree more. Yes. Um, I don't, I we'll... Sorry to interrupt you, Hammy, but we've, we've not actually played in England yet, have we? And Dunfermline is definitely in Fife. <laughs> So, <laughs> we were doing a Wigan. Oh, right, where are we? Oh, and I was in Fleetwood. Oh, where are we? I actually didn't again. It was behind closed doors anyway, so we're not allowed nice things. Um, losing 3 0 against Wigan in any type of game that is piss poor. Heads should roll for that. Another one says losing in any team coached by Maloney is a worry. We really need to start having a rethink. So again, you can see the general consensus is things aren't good. Now to jump onto the heads will roll the Naismith McAvoy Forest management team structure. Somebody says, "What a fucking embarrassment!" And I have no doubt we will miss out on potential signings because of this fucking stupid charade. Also, <laughs> we don't know for a fact that McAvoy hasn't been shoehorned in as the de facto head coach. He is best pals with Joe Savage. Yeah. Somebody says Manky Frankie is going to be a figure of derision by September. Out of Manky his depth Frankie. to say in front of the camera. <laughs> He's already got a, a nice wee nickname. Like <laughs> um, Someone says if it's not difficult to understand, UEFA won't find it difficult to know that Stephen Naismith is the actual manager. 
we'll get fined nonetheless, and in the meantime, we really look like an utterly inept, stupid, shambolically run club with a board of charlatans. It simply was not that important that we got a rookie coach so that this is an open secret we are lying to our asses off for the sake of two hammerings in Europe. In brackets, and from what I can see, that is what we will get. Um, <laughs> another one says Frankie McAvoy from nowhere to being manager. How did he manage that? He must be the most underwhelming appointment since that dud Daniel Stendel. And what's Naismith doing now? He's had his bottom spanked and told he's not making decisions. It's all a bit odd at hearts at the moment. <clears throat> another one says It looks to me that the club I support are being a set of arseholes. That's what it looks like, <laughs> undermining the good work that has gone on since Romanov left to rebuild our reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, should never have got the job, any of them. Bored listened to fans. That was a mistake in this instant. And then um, just to finish off, and a point I wholly agree with, listen, the board listening to Hearts fans, for fuck's sake, we have some of the thickest, most embarrassing supporters in the league. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, um, everything going well. I, I mean, I, I actually I agree wholeheartedly with most <laughs> of that. <laughs> As a, what a fucking shambles, man. Just think if we just appointed Sefentes as manager and just everything else stayed the same. Like, uh, I, I think I was at last night, the night before, I can't remember. I was having a look at uh, Halaby and how they'd done. I think they went on a wee break, but they'd, like, the last four league games or something, they'd won three. Um, he's got up to seventh or sixth in the league now from being down at a sort of tenth, I think, when they were linked with us. He's not far off fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they did quite noticeably have a bit of a terrible start to the season. So I, again, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't completely taken by him. Yeah. Just a toss up between him and Naismith. It just, it just seems like who's best at a bad situation. But oh, it's just I to then, yeah, wait a second, give. Give I sorry, I keep saying Nace with McAvoy, the manager, of course. <laughs> um, just in case you wait for listening. Um it just it's uh, yeah, it's, it just from the outset it just seems completely tempot and and if the, my big issue was is that if this goes wrong, like there's a lot of folk in trouble because mm-hmm. McKinley can he surely he he's gonna be out, he would have to be out of job savage as well. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I just think when you look at it from that perspective, the risk that everyone seems to be taking for this, they must think he's either incredible or... Mm-hmm. Like, well, let's wait and see. You never know. If we start winning games, maybe they'll care. Yeah, you're very right. I'm, I'm going to throw a, a third option out there. Oh. And it's the club have no money. <laughs> There's, there's something going on at Hearts, right? There's something stupid going on at Hearts. That, like, none of this makes sense. None of it. I think so to I go think back to... Money. I think Ann Budge has run off with the pot. <laughs> well, Jar- the Jarvie, Jarvie made a good point, though. With, you know, Aberdeen thinks they're paying 8k a week, like, reportedly, and, and we do seem to have a limit there. And I just think our limit has not moved with the times. Like I yeah. you know, mentioned that, you know, things are, prices are going up everywhere. So football players as well. They're, they're human beings. We want more money. Mm-hmm. We do seem to be stuck in a, a wage sort of structure that was maybe high-end sort of three, uh, five, ten years ago. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we've got record-breaking season ticket sales. You've got Foundation of Hearts money. We've got benefactors. We've, we've European yeah. money. Uh, third place finish. You know, all this money is sloshing about. But mm-hmm. we're yeah, we're, we are. We're still a bit. It's weird. And there was a plot ceremony yesterday. I think mm-hmm. um, this, we've now got seven thousand people in the season ticket waiting list. Is it? So. You know, I, I think there is a wee bit. It, it does worry me that I had to sit here and go, where is this money going? I know. I wonder, how, I mean, what the club fight, like what the club had forecast going into this season, banking on us finishing third and getting that European money, that coinciding with the hotel work that's coming up. But again, see with, see with something like a hotel and investment like that, like normally you would bring in an investor. You wouldn't. You don't just spend all the money in the club, so you'd expect us to be running with at least the same pot for in terms of player salaries and and transfer fees from last season. I think there's about fucking nine players that have went out the door, including your Keels and Janellis. Like that's going to free up a, a good amount of pounds a week on bringing players in. I just feel like we're not pulling the trigger with people because it's all centered around this wage budget around Craig Gordon and Lauren Shankland. And not wanting to break that. But like you say, the times do move on and you have to break that when you're signing first team players now. And maybe you, you just give Craig Gordon and Shankland a little bit more money a week. And that's just life. That's football. Well, I think, yeah, I, I saw that. There was a bit of a debate about that. You know, if, if say somebody said, you know, if we sign someone at 10 grand a week, everyone's going to want 10 grand a week. And, and the retort was that all these players are contracted. They've got contracts. They're not going to jump up immediately. Yeah. Craig Gordon's likely one of the highest paid players, but he's going to be gone after this season, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, Shankland, if we manage to keep him, then I would be shocked as well. Um, mm-hmm. And the rest of them, there's no one else in that team that I would really think deserves to be on that money. And if they get all pissy and they want that money, then we just sell them. It's, yeah. You know, we need to pay the, our best players the going rate. That's it. And we, that's how we've lost out on Janelli. He was one of our best players last season. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, I think, I, I don't, I think he's always going to get more money at Cardiff, but we did seem to be stuck in a, this is where we're going. We're not going to pay anyone. It didn't seem, from what I've heard, it may be a lot of shit. It wasn't a lot. But yeah, I, I do think it, it is worrying that we, but, you know, from the other side of the coin, Going out and just spending stupid money is is not good as well. So there there are, but there is a middle ground there, and I don't think we're hitting it. Hmm. Yeah. Paddy, as it stands, what do the? I mean, well, I guess first of all, right, Benny and Craig Halkett and Liam Boyce are all back. How confident, Paddy, are you that all three bodies will make it through to the end of the season? I wouldn't be confident for them making it through ninety minutes. <laughs> <laughs> What did they? Um, How it's out till like September, isn't he? September, uh, October, like, and yeah. I mean, he was he fucked it last year, so let's push that to November just in case. Mm-hmm. So we're we're you know we're still missing this mythical centre back. Well, yeah, exactly. But also, it's Hearts, so Hearts timelines never seem to be accurate. Benny was supposed to be back about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Benny's. Weird as well. The centre centre back back thing is the most frustrating thing for me because it's so obvious. 
and it's yeah. arguably one of the the more simple positions in football to sign. Um, and we're you know here we are that the season's just around the corner now, and you want to sign a centre back, get them in, make sure they're fit, make sure they bed in. They're playing um, pre-season games next to Kai Rolls and Alex Cochran and Nathaniel Atkinson. But yeah, that's our back four. <laughs> um, so you're going into the season and hitting the ground running. Because it was two weeks on Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, thereabouts, so it must be two or three weeks. Scary. I mean, it's so obvious. Like, why? Why did we not finish third last season? Away from Robbie Nielsen being Robbie Nielsen. It was a lack of a centre back, and why? Why did we not sign one in January? Why did we not sign another one last summer? And Craig Halkett was also injured then. It's just bonkers to me, absolutely bonkers. But Naismith saying he, Naismith said he wanted six new signings. That seems to have been rescinded, from what I can see now. And they're now saying three, and if one of them's a central midfielder coming in, the boy from Australia, <laughs> one of them's a keeper. I don't think the keeper will count. So they're now just saying three. That's what I was reading earlier, yeah. But it's just madness. Again, the whole thing is just a fucking shambles. And I hate it. And it's making me all nervous. <laughs> I mean, how do you feel like we're gonna finish third as it stands? No. If we get as, top six. Yeah, no. I, I as it stands, there's absolutely no chance. Uh we're finishing third. We we are we didn't finish third last season and we've lost arguably our best player. Well not <laughs> one of our best players, not our best player, I would say, but yeah. And we've not we've not filled any of the gaps we need. And this is key gaps. This isn't even backup gaps. No. We're missing key players, key key positions. But mm-hmm. we, you know what is missing at the moment? And I get we're going to take the piss out of Hibs and that, but they've actually signed decent players this summer. Mm-hmm. They've extended the gap. Well, how many points did we finish ahead of them too? Yeah, I think it was two. Aberdeen have signed players. They right. finished third. Both squads have, have improved. You can look at that and quite easily say those squads have improved. And I feel like we're about a third worse. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna, even like the, some of the players we've have lost, like, even like your Smiths and all that, who came in and right. did a job when we needed it. We Should just didn't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> end up, I think Michael Smith might end up re-signing. I hope he doesn't because we were we we're going to be in a if, if that's the case we're in a worse place I, think I would say. Well, we would be, but <laughs> okay, it doesn't look like Joe Savage is what he's doing. So, <laughs> hey, he's done a grand job with the women's team. <laughs> <laughs> that's where all the focus is. Um, well, listen, it's... <laughs> yeah, watch this. The next time we record, we'll have signed like five brilliant players. We'll have got a oh. great European tie. We'll be playing uh, <laughs> Kaunos Algaris. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and everything will be rosy. Yeah. And I, I really hope we do. Because hearts mean a lot to me. And they probably mean a lot to you too, listener. And I don't like moaning. I'm normally a, quite a half glass full guy on this podcast. And we leave Paddy to all the fucking moaning. <laughs> I'm feeling really shite about this season right now. I'm uh, really you- fucking shite. To be fair, a few weeks ago you were saying I think we'll get third again. So me you get back there. I'm sure. Does it know you? No, no, no. I think it was probably me, but I was taking the piss. Right. I, I've gone past the moaning stage to not giving a fuck about this club anymore stage. 
I'm thinking top six with our current squad. But like you say, Hammy, who knows? We're, we're going to be recording the next podcast in two weeks' time because we're all busy next week. And by then, that'll be the week leading into this St. Johnston game. And hopefully there's at least another couple of bodies in the squad. Eh? I think we need to. We've got such a good start to the season as well. I know, I know. Well, maybe this is on Joe Savage's mind as well. We don't need to rush in and we're trying to get some some smashing deals in because he knows we can leave it late later because we've got a fairly easy start to the season, but that could so easily be famous last words as we get beat four times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That is, There's jobs on the line that's here. That's not how that's you the... run a football club. No, that's not. You should have known his targets for the summer in December and January mm-hmm. last season. Like, like you could have listened to this podcast and you would have known every target he needed. I think everyone fucking knows what we need, but we just seem incapable of doing it. There was that um that centre back that we talked about last season as well, just signed for Kelly. Is it Stuart Finlay or something? Has he went back to Kelly? Has he gone back to Kelly? Let me just double check that I'm not talking shite. He was uh, the one. Has he? I never knew that. Three days ago he's on loan. Well he he signed for like Oxford, didn't he? Yes. Right. That's frustrating. Well, he's a bit he's getting on a wee bit now, but Aye, previously would have been a very good signing last summer when we desperately needed a centre back then as well. And I, I, I don't want to sit here right and pretend like I know how to run a football club, but I have one Serie A with Fiorentina and football managers. So... <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, I've won the treble treble with Hearts and the Europa League. There we go. There's some pedigree on this podcast. At the end of the day, we are all as qualified as Stephen Naismith to manage. <laughs> Arguably more. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Listen, it's been a big negative podcast, but understandably so. But let's try and end on a high. Tell me, what are you genuinely looking forward to going into this new season? Oh, uh, probably the the Scotland games that are coming up. (laughs) 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 Nothing to do with hearts. Hammy. Obviously, at number one, it's getting back to Tynecastle for the kebab pies. But yes. Number two, uh, I am actually looking forward to the European games. I love European football. I think it's great. So and I, I do hope we do well and we get a, a decent tie so that we get more than two games. I wish Ami was director of football because clearly Savage does not love European football. But <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't travel well. <laughs> yeah. Like Dennis Bergkamp syndrome. Can he fly? <laughs> yeah. Um, I am looking forward to seeing more Oda. Oh yeah, actually not. To be fair, that that is the one shining, yeah, shining light throughout the summer is how well he finished the season. Because well, fucked. Mind, mind what I said about players playing in friendlies. He's no. He played against Dunfermline and he didn't play against Fleetwood or Wigan, so he's going to be the best player this season. I uh, watched him get sold to Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to see Oda. Otherwise, there's, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how how slow how slow Liam Boyce is now. <laughs> yeah, how slow the team is. We've lost the yeah. only bit of pace that we had. Genuinely, right? Thirty-two years old here, podgy, like barely. <laughs> I I think I am faster than nine out of eleven of my flatten. <laughs> 
Terrifying. But I'm looking forward to Oda and Kebab Pies. Um, what else is there? Uh, Stephen Naismith's football was quite good. Will it work without a centre back on the pitch? It's uh, it's now Frankie McAvoy. Right, <laughs> Frankie McAvoy ball. That is a good point, though, Javi. Like we we have slated that a bit, but Stephen Naismith's football was very good. So let's it hope was. more of that. Oh, I know. I, I want more scraps. The end of the season mm. was brilliant. Uh, big fight with Ibs. <laughs> Kit man, telling you. Not not many things to look forward to, listener. <laughs> not to do the hearts anyway. Not yeah. yet. Come on. Fingers crossed. The next two weeks will be brilliant. Aye, it has to be. It can only get better. It can only get better. Exactly. Well, I we've we've run out of things to say before making you feel like crashing your car. If you're <laughs> so we're gonna go now. But like I said, we're we're back in two weeks' time, so the next podcast should be out on the first of August. Uh, I believe it'll be, and that'll be at least a bit more upbeat because it'll be our season-long predictions. <laughs> right, where we'll finish in the league, how many points, who your player of the season is going to be, etc., etc., and we will look ahead to our first game of the season, which is St Johnston, and I think that's just after we've played Leeds at Tynecastle. As well, and we'll know who we're playing in Europe, so loads of stuff to get through in a fortnight's time. Um, so I, if you're if you're joining us again, thanks for listening. Our fourth season uh, in a row. Here we go. Here we go. Is the the Broken Hearts podcast? Uh, so I, until next time, uh, keep washing your hands for the hearts. Fuck knows. We'll see you again soon. Mm-hmm.